0: Hi, my name is Kay Sutha. I am a business strategist and I will be your host. In this podcast, I'll be getting raw, real and relentless whilst interviewing successful entrepreneurs from all over the world who specialize in different aspects of business. We'll cover the five main pillars of business, which are sales, marketing, finance, operations and leadership. But not forgetting mindset, live and digital events, plus much, much more. You'll gain insights, tips and tricks and discover jaw-dropping actionable steps that you'll be able to put in place for your business right away. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Uncensored Society podcast. Today's speaker is the CEO and founder of Carmo and the host of Business Blind Spots Exposed podcast. He is a serial entrepreneur and expert on business scaling growth. He helps business leaders to see their blind spots and how to punch through it all. He helps business leaders find that story, that story into to build an ending through understanding their data. He has grown organizations with 10 people and with 250,000. He is here today to share with us how he helped leaders up-level their effectiveness by showing them the next step in their business journey to up-level their performance as an individual and as a leader. Please welcome Vinay Raman, CEO and founder of Carmo. Welcome to the show, um, Vinay. How are you doing today?
1: Okay, thanks so much. Uh, I'm I'm doing fabulous today. Thanks for asking.
0: No worries, no worries. Now, when we spoke previously, you're telling me about you know how data is important to business, and you know in order to scale to grow, you need to know your numbers, right? And it's absolutely true. If you're going into business, you have to know your numbers. You have got to know where what's working, what isn't working, and you have a system to actually do this for people.
1: Is that right? Yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. So I I like to uh, think of it like this. Whenever I go on a journey, um, mm-hmm. let's say I want to drive to Disney World with my family. Right. I need to take I need to take account of where I am first so I can figure out the directions to get there. Right. Uh, the data that comes out of your company really tells you all of where you've arrived at. Right. I, I sold five units. I hired 10 people. I had 25 customers. So when you get all that data, all of a sudden, it kind of tells you where you are. So now you can start to figure out the roadmap from there.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. So before we get into a little bit more detail about all of that, because I know this is something that everyone needs to hear about. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you actually got involved in business like this.
1: Yeah, that's a a great story. I'll give you the shorter (laughs) shorter version. Um, There's always been two sides to me, and I think this exists in everyone. There's the uh, what I'll call the heart-centric side of you, right? You, you want to do something. That's what you start with as a child. And there's sort of the logical or the the rational side of you. It says, hey, how do I make, take the next step? Which one makes sense? Right. So I did. A, I have a background in artificial intelligence, machine learning, Ooh. data and mathematics, all that boring stuff. Uh, it's but so funny
0: then- you mentioned you know AI and things like that because this is something that uh, I'm trying to implement in my business right now. So, yeah, I love that. And, and not a lot of people know about AI and how it can actually benefit you and, you know, how efficient it can be. Um, but, yeah, this is awesome stuff to kind of yeah, look at and research on. But, yeah, yeah. please go on. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the, the, the beautiful thing about uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning is they can do wonderful things, but you always, as humans, one, thing's weak, one thing we can do that machines still cannot get anywhere close to doing is the first story, right? If you have to train a machine to say, here's how the story starts, begin, continues and ends. I, that's what we can do as a, as a six-month-old baby, but <laughs> machines still cannot do, right? And, and that's kind of the culmination of where I am as a company is that we've used all that data to start to say, here's where it's heading. Is that where you wanna go? Um, con- consider it. a five-year-old kid can figure that out by themselves, right? Uh, They innately have it. So we now start to use the data to help leaders find that path forward. Does that make some sense?
0: Yeah, it does. It does. So, I mean, so how did you, so was it the AI that really actually pushed you towards building karma?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So that's a, that's a great question. Um, It's the background in AI and machine learning that helped germinate the idea I realized that understanding people's story, I love people, right? People right, are right. always so intriguing to me. Everyone's got a story. There's 7.7 7 billion stories, right? right. Uh, and you get all the stories and you start to see there's some some common threads, even though they're all different. Well, all of them have behaviors and repetitive things. I get up every morning, and I brush my teeth. Most mm. people do, right? You start to see those things and then you see your 10-year-old child, son doesn't get up and brush his teeth every day. you start to see those, that's the data, right? The behaviors, what they've done in the past. So yeah, the artificial intelligence machine learning said, hey, I need to learn the story. If I learn the story, then I can start to predict where they're going. Does that that resonate?
0: Yes, that does most definitely. And so it's you picking up these patterns and behaviors and really kind of exploring how a business works with these different patterns um, is where you can really help these leaders business owners of seeing where we can make those tweaks and changes and actually grow and scale even further
1: yeah I mean how many times have you had a friend when I don't know you've been through a bad breakup you've been or at a had a job with a boss and they say well did you notice this trend I mean they may not say it just like that but they say did you notice what you've done like for the last five years you've stayed with you've always gone to bad work for bad bosses who treat you poorly you're like huh, I never saw that pattern was there, right? The data actually just shows the patterns that are already existent in your life, in your business, in your employees. It's there. It's just a matter of being able to see the story. That's what we do. I call it digital storytelling.
0: Oh, amazing. I like that. Okay, so Vinay, I heard that you have the ability to what you call as experience next. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, wow. Uh, I appreciate you asking that. And the reason why is because usually every everyone is in a, somewhere on a journey, right? There's a spiritual journey, there's a romantic journey, a family journey, right? All these different professional journey. And as you go into these journeys, lots of times we struggle with, where do I go next? Because what's going to get you to tomorrow is not what you got, what got you to today, right? Right. Yeah. So, what do you keep doing as a cycle? Once we start to see those patterns, you always go and look for bosses who are going to talk down to you. I'm just making something up. Right. If you always see that and you say, ah, uh-huh, now I'm aware of that. What do I want to do with that? Do I really care? Most people do. Right. Well, okay. I'm going to change that. So how do I change that? That's experiencing the next, right? The journey, the next doorway, to your journey next. That's that's what we do as a company, right? We start to say, here's the patterns you've done. Is that the outcome that you want?
0: Right. No,
1: I don't. I want to change that. Well, how do I change that? Ah, that's the right question, right? So we help people ask the right questions to take the next step.
0: Okay. And so coming to that, when people say to you, okay, how do we make that change? So uh-huh. does Karma do, do you, your business, have all the answers for all the different things. so many different things can turn up, right, in business.
1: Gosh, I wish I could say yes, the answer is absolutely no, I do not. (laughs) Uh, What I will tell you is I've often found for myself that it's not about asking, having the right answers, it's about asking the right questions. Yes,
0: agreed. Uh,
1: So what we actually do is as we start to study these behaviors and trends, we actually put in front of us, it's unbiased, right? There's no... Uh, there's no flavor or coloring to it. Say, like, this is what you've been doing. Uh, your employee A, employee B, employee C have done okay. this, this, and this. Is that the outcome you want? Mm.
0: Uh
1: no, no, it's not. Well, let's let, let's figure out what is that outcome that you want? I want this. Well, then we need to tell them, don't we?
0: Huh. Right. Okay. It,
1: it's about a shift of perspective. People and it pushes the ego to a side, right? It gives you the opportunity because yeah. I'll be the t- first person to tell you my ego gets in the way all the time and I'm constantly trying to find out when my ego is <laughs> getting in the way. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, it makes complete sense. So you're looking at, okay, where do you want to be? And if you're not there, then how, how do we get you there? And you start tweaking things and strategizing, I guess, to get that person to where their goal is.
1: Yeah.
0: You're working uh, backwards.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so I heard this fantastic stat a few weeks ago, and it says that the average Olympic athlete has nine coaches. Nine coaches.
0: By way.
1: That's a lot, right? Yeah. And what does a coach do? I mean, Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan. I mean, any of the greats in uh, in sports. What do they do? It's not that they. Uh, so I, I had a coach that told me as a kid, right? Uh, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect, right? Yeah. So are you? Practicing perfectly. That's what coaches do, right? They tell you, say, hey, here's something that you're doing that's not aligning with where you want to go. Do you want to tweak it? And they say, yes, I want to tweak it. Well, that's when the grades get better because they keep practicing those behaviors, those muscle memories that are exactly that leads them to the outcome that they want. We show them where those deltas are between where they want to be and where they are. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's almost like um, you're spotting the habits as well. Yeah. right uh, what habits are working for them what habits aren't and if it isn't working for you well let's change it yeah that's right, right. that's, so that's right. amazing amazing so what actually qualifies you as an expert in this field Vinny? <laughs> uh
1: I I don't know that anything ever qualifies anyone as an expert right it's uh, <laughs> to me the definition of an expert is someone who's done it a thousand times can do it can can do it with their eyes closed right? right and they can simplify it to a way that you can say it in one sentence albert einstein said if you can't say it in one one sentence you don't understand it right yeah. uh it's taken a long time but we take cultures in companies from reactive to responsive that's it right yeah. so we have taking over time we've been able to distill it and say here's the f- core and fundamentals of what we need to do in a way that i believe others can understand it and uh, that whole process all these patterns and pattern recognition and analysis all that kind of stuff it's very simple going from reactive to responsive does that make sense
0: yeah it does it does so do you have a principle that you can teach your audience today that they can relate to and implement in their business straight away
1: oh yeah i uh, i have a, a quote and a saying I love and i teach my kids this as well and I say let's just ass- i tell my kids let's assume I'm the smartest man in the world smartest person in the world or right. none, right? I'm standing at the bottom of a valley and they're surrounded by nine mountains, right? right. And I want to know when it's going to rain. Well, the person who's standing on top of the mountain is going to know when it's raining before I do. It has nothing to do with intelligence, right? It has everything to do with perspective. So find more perspective, right? That's what makes you look even more intelligent because your intelligence can understand it. But if you have all the people around you telling you, hey, the rain, the rain clouds are coming in the person at the bottom of the valley knows sooner that makes sense
0: right okay okay i see so how do you gain a different perspective so if someone has been doing the same thing again and again and again and they actually believe it they're living it they've been doing it for years how does someone actually gain a different perspective and seeing things differently
1: yeah it's a it's a great question um I, I, I'll talk about, you know, just between myself and my wife, uh, you know, our kids are doing okay in school, they're not doing so well in school, whatever the case may be. Right. I see that they get an A on the report card or they get a D on the report card, whatever the case may be. And I go to my wife and say, what is that? What do you see there? Right. I'm not prejudging what the answer is. I'm not kind of leading her down a path. I simply say, what are you seeing? And she tells me, "Well, you know, I've seen that they're just not getting enough sleep, so they're cranky in the morning. So that when, by the time they come home, they're not paying attention on the work." Huh? I hadn't even considered that. So I come in asking questions without leading them somewhere. Right? I'm, I, I. The word I love is wonder. I sit in wonder and just try to absorb the way people think, tell things to me, and then I start try to relate it back to what I know. Say, are they telling me something that I'm not seeing? Is my perspective different? Does that that answer that question?
0: Yeah, it does. Okay, so what you're saying to me and what I'm hearing is go and ask other people, ask the right questions and ask other people what their perspective is because they'll be telling you things that you possibly won't even realize.
1: Yeah, and uh, Steve Jobs, there's lots of people who say stuff, but Steve Jobs once said, uh, ask people for help. You'll be amazed how many people want to. Right.
0: Yes, definitely. I
1: have people I don't pay anything they're advisors to the company and they've been with me for two three four years because they love the fact that I ask right go, huh I haven't seen that before and and it stuff happens it changes because they gave me some insight that I couldn't see it makes me stronger
0: Yes, yes, definitely. And it's funny that you mentioned the fact that, you know, go and ask for help, because a lot of people don't actually like doing that. It makes them feel, I guess, um, vulnerable or makes them feel like, oh, my God, if I'm asking for help, then I'm not seen as an expert. But the way that you're going to kind of progress and grow is by asking the question and find out what is really going on. Yeah. Right. So I love that the fact that you said go and ask for help. Go and ask the right questions. You know, go and speak to other people and find out what their perspective is. So yeah, that is amazing. Okay, and it's a simple thing to do as well.
1: Yeah, it's right. Yeah. It is.
0: And yeah. so yeah, go, do you know what? I remember I got I was in a supermarket, and um, I wanted to make um, sauce for pasta, right? Red sauce for pasta, and wanted to use um, a type of wine, but I had no clue what wine to use and I'm looking at the shelves and there's like a million different bottles of wine on there and I'm like I have no idea what one to use and all I did I saw some other person I'm standing there looking at different wines looking like he knew what he was looking for and I was like I said to him look I'm trying to make red wine pasta um, pasta sauce I have no idea what kind of wines to, uh, to look for or to buy or anything like that what do you suggest And he just said to me, get an Italian and make an Italian dish, get an Italian wine. And they said to me, this one, this one, and this one is a good one to to try. I've done it in my pasta sauces. It's turned out amazing. I was like, wow, simple as that. Rather than just looking idle at the shelves, wondering what type of wine I'm going to buy, just ask somebody, right? And it's funny because it's not just in business, that people need to ask questions. It is just day-to-day things that you can start asking questions. And if you feel uncomfortable, start practicing. Practicing on little things on a day-to-day if you're not too sure. Why sit there, you know, racking your brain out, trying to figure out what's going on where you can simply ask the question?
1: So I want to tell you a quick paradox here that I, I realized a long time ago. People, I, I will tell you, I like to think of myself as a very intelligent, uh, smart guy. So I didn't Definitely. ask a lot of questions. Right. Uh, I could figure it out. I can understand by myself. But then I realized one day I'm scared to go ask other people for questions for fear of it looks like I don't know. But right. where did I get all my knowledge? I got it from books. Where do books come from? Other people.
0: <laughs> exactly. Everything that
1: I know, everything I know in my head comes from somebody else. Right. End of story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. So, yeah, why not just go and ask the source, right? Find out. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Thanks for that. And that is something that people can can apply immediately in life and in business. Go ahead and try that out, guys. It'll give you a different perspective and you'll be able to get the answers a lot quicker. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be great to hear some of the um, recent success stories you've had with your clients um, and how this has worked out for them.
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I've got a story here that uh, was a little awkward when it happened. I was actually had you a know, little butterflies in my stomach that I was going to lose them and this is going to turn sour. Oh, but let me tell you how this actually turned out. Um, so we presented a visualization. So we create some behavioral graphs. You've seen like these Myers Briggs type indicators, and enneagrams, yeah. and disc assessments, right? We, we have the ability of creating these assessments, uh, personality assessments for employees and roles, right? So there's how they're supposed to behave, right? And here's how you, uh, you know, we overlay that person's behaviors on top of it. Right. We went and showed one behavior of an employee to the chief uh, operating officer and senior vice president of operations for a really large company. Hmm. Um, I was walking them through it. And it showed that they're making lots of revenue per hour because these were uh, our, our employees that work, got in the field and work for their, uh, their customers. We, they were doing high revenue per hour. They were safe breakers because they drive vehicles, safe braking, safe acceleration. Right. And then they looked at it and it says they're not making lots of visits. And they said, Vinay, this, uh, this cannot make any sense here. And I'm, I'm a little bit lost because I don't know the stories. Right. Yeah. And they said, when I, 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 I gotta tell you, I'm looking at this stuff and, and I don't think you guys know what you're talking about here. I think you're making something up. Right. Um, I, I will tell you, I'm starting to fall a little bit into a defensive mode. i will say, wait, well, hold on a second, but I'm just you showing you your data. Um, and I said, so are, do, is there, are there any other stories in your head that are kind of coming up for you? And they said, well, look, uh, you know, just looking at this stuff, I just don't think you're presenting it properly. I mean, we've had absenteeism problems in the past, but um, that's about the only thing that comes to mind. I said, can I Can I just do some research and I'll come back to you and, and let me ask. I was, I got to tell you, I was feeling very uncertain at that point, right? I've right. just screwed this up. I go back uh, and get some of my team to show me. This employee he had actually only worked 68% of the time
0: mm-hmm. of the
1: average employee. So they were absent 32% of the time.
0: Interesting.
1: So I showed this to them and they looked at me and I said, well, well, this, this problem seems to be a lot more prominent than we expected. I said, yeah, as a matter of fact, when I look at this particular office, it's actually significantly more prominent than it is in other offices.
0: Wow.
1: Wow. Wow. So they've got employees who are not showing up 30% of the time, 35% of the time, 40% of the time. Yeah. And they're these huge companies trying to figure out how to boost productivity. Well, get your people to show up first. <laughs> right. right. Uh, and it was, I didn't know the story. They had a gut sense of something, a suspicion, but they couldn't put their finger on it. That's how I feel like I run through most of my life. I've got suspicions, but I can't put my finger on it. Right. That's what we were able to do. And as a result of it, they said, oh, we, need, we know exactly what to go and touch now and how to change that behavior. They changed the culture in that office. They have started to implement policies across the whole organization because of that. Small, small little win, right? But that yeah, was
0: so powerful there, right? And Joe, you know what I really appreciate, Vinay, is that y- you keep it real and you don't mind being vulnerable. And this is probably a story that really hit home for you and you wasn't comfortable with, but you told it. And I appreciate you telling me and the audience this. Um, but then what you did and kind of find out and speak with your team to find out what was going on and you picked up on, or your team picked up on what was actually going wrong over here. So then you can relay this back to your um, client, but your client really didn't even think about the productivity that you know the team were having or weren't having, which was so cool to, to kind of find out and realize where they need to make the tweaks. And having a certain culture in your team, in your business is highly important, but it's one of the things that people don't even think about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we talk about that, so those nine mountains analogy that I mentioned earlier. I don't call the people in my company, my uh, my people, uh, I don't call them uh, employees. I call them my experts, right? They all are standing on top of mountains, right? Their job is to tell me at the bottom of the hill, Let's say there's that little village at the bottom of the hill. I'm per, supposed to protect that. Well, I'm supposed to know when snowballs and there's avalanches and, and uh, you know, rainfall. That's my job is to protect the town. So I want to ask everybody around me, say, what do you see? And if I if I ask them without uh, judgment, as an I just want to hear what they're saying, usually I start getting really, really insightful answers because they're the king of that mountain, if that okay. makes some sense, right? Yes.
0: Yes, we get
1: super efficient at finding answers because I said, so what's happening, guys? And they started telling me, I was like, holy crap, that's, uh, that's incredible.
0: (laughs) Right, right. I love that. Do you have maybe another um, recent success story that you can tell us all?
1: Yeah, um, we've got, um, we've got some leaders. Uh, I'll I'll say, you know, there's this thing, you point a finger, you're pointing three fingers back at yourself, right? Yes. Uh, I will start with the fact that uh, many times, as a boss or a supervisor, I've said, "Hey, employees work harder,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and the employees, you know, kind of getting frustrated. They're Like, I don't think they understand what's happening. How many times has that occurred in the world, right? Yeah. Where the the boss and the employee are kind of just kind of talking past each other. Yeah. So we actually um, had a particular customer where they were actually looking at some of this behavioral graph for one of their employees and they realized that they were working long days. So the average day that they assume is about 10 hours, this employee is working about 10.7, 10, 7, 10 you know, about 11 hours a day, right? From when when they get up in the morning to when they end the day because they take the vehicles back home with them. Right. They're working longer days than the average, but yet they're not able to see as many customers as somebody else. So uh-huh. we started asking them, well, let's take a look at some of this data. And we realized that some of these employees are spending, uh, 18% more, uh, spending 18% more time uh, driving than the other ones. Mm. I said, so who sets the routes for them? And they said, well, I do. I said, so I think we may have found a limiting factor there. And uh, it, does that make sense to you? And they said.
0: Well, explain Wait. that a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So the routes that the employee has to do, what they're supposed to do, what's their itinerary for the days is, is set by the boss, not by the employee. Okay, right? and the employee can't be more productive because of the distance that they've got to travel because it's planned by the boss
0: right okay. and the boss
1: has been saying why are they lacking in performance in the boss I mean this this person in this case this man really sits there for a second he goes wait I'm holding them back
0: oh
1: I said I just kind of smile I just let them sit in that for a second they said Wait, so they can't do better until I actually change what how I give them jobs to do. This is my fault.
0: Oh my goodness, Vinay, you know the first thing that kind of shoots out to me is when you you have these leading questions and you let them realize where they're going wrong themselves rather than you telling them because people don't like being told, right? They don't like being told what to do, how to do it. And so, you have a way and I love your approach and letting people come to their own realization and figuring out what they're doing and what needs to change. So that is pretty awesome to me.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun when you can kind of see that. I mean, I love doing it with my kids. Though. I teach them a new topic and my you see <laughs> the kids. You can see the wheels turning in their head and they go, huh. So, Dad, I love when, whenever I hear the huh. And they're like, and you can see kind of sinking in. Gosh, those are such fun conversations for me because that person has changed and up-leveled themselves. They've experienced next, right?
0: Yes, they've had an aha moment. Yeah. Yeah. I live
1: live for aha moments.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can see. I can see. It's clear. Oh, my goodness. So, Vinay, you have to tell our audience you know where can they go to find out more about you is there any free additional support that they can get their hands on because i know at this point people are going to want to know more about this
1: yeah so let me tell you about the company the name of the company is carmo c-a-a-r-m-o two two a's carmo.com uh you can find out everything about us as a company there i will also say that we've got a podcast so i think you mentioned at the top of the top of the podcast uh business blind spots exposed and the whole point of that is there are people who've been there and done that before. And maybe if you're, you'd be so inclined, I'd love to have you on as a guest. I'm sure you would have great insights, but
0: also. It's, uh,
1: <laughs> it's the idea that people have been there. They've had these experiences before and lots of, and the point of that podcast is come, li- come in and listen. And the idea is that you listen to it and you have something to go and Google after that, right? That's, that's sort of the end product, right? You yeah. get to name someone, someone says, Oh that's a culture issue that i have. Ah now i know what to type into google and say culture issue empl- employee disengagement. I know what to call it. Once i know what to call something then i can ask people. I can go over people i can go ask 100 people on the street. Do you know anything about employee disengagement? I can ask them in the grocery store. Do you know anything about employee <laughs> disengagement, right? Right. That's the point of the podcast is so that you can call it something so that you can google it because once you can google it then you can start to open that door to the yeah. next that makes okay. sense.
0: Yeah, that does make sense. And guys, everything that I've mentioned, um, the company name, podcast name, everything, the links will be down below in the show notes. So make sure you scroll down um, and get hold of those details and make sure you go and check out his podcast. You're going to find a lot more information there about everything that he's just discussed Vinay it was such a pleasure to have you on our episode on this podcast thank you so much for coming on and giving so many different golden nuggets here and getting people to think about these different things that people probably haven't even thought about before and it was amazing to have you thank you for coming on
1: I really appreciate the opportunity and thank you been so kind
0: thank you for your time and listening to uncensored society podcast All resources mentioned throughout the episode will be added to the show notes and you'll be able to find them at the bottom as you scroll down. Don't forget to go ahead and subscribe and leave a review in iTunes. Thank you once again.